Yeah, when we we actually we had Eric on a Friday night, and yeah. uh, this past Friday. No, 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 no. no. Oh, this was a few oh, months okay. ago. Yeah. And uh, we had him on a, on a Friday night, and uh, he came in, and we, we did that. We did that, and we were like, "Oh man, he hates us." Yeah. <laughs> he, he absolutely hates us. Because uh, like he came in, he's like, oh, "I got about 35, 40 minutes," and we were like, "Okay, cool." Like, <sighs> in and out, and then uh, about about fifteen minutes in, he's like, "Oh no, you know, I don't even like the company that right. we have. We can here. hang out. Like, we don't. This gives me an excuse not to deal with them. That's he awesome. Us, he made us win him. He, he I just did the worst win. podcast with him. I felt like ever. Like we did a watch along this morning, and and yeah. it was so slow and terrible matches. And he's like, "Paul, we got to." We took a break. He's like, "We got to pick this up. There's too much dead air. We're watching this. People aren't going to want to listen to this. Like, we we got to talk more." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Oh, I don't even know what to talk about during the shit we're watching. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. Talk about what matches you wish you were watching. Yeah, right. We should have. We we should have just done a whole comedy bit out of it. Oh. Just start dissecting Savage Steamboat from WrestleMania three and every other match. <laughs> Let's pull up a different Nitro, mid Nitro. Sure, this is sure this is the shark here on the screen, but wasn't wasn't yeah. Savage Steamboat just the best? That was cool. Hi. What's going on? Welcome. Once again. To the show. That gives you. Every single time. No matter what. Even on Sundays. Every Sunday. But on Mondays. The tingles. <laughs> Inside your. Is this a family show? <laughs> I just want to see how long we could go. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to Bacon is my podcast. I am Mike. He is Jimmy. Uh, and uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit of wrestling yeah. about somebody who talks a lot about wrestling. About wrestling. Uh, we're, we got Paul Bromwell from adfreeshows.com. Yeah. Uh, he can be heard uh, every once in a while on the main feeds of 83 Weeks. Uh, Grill and JR, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, Kurt Angle show, all of the Conrad Thompson uh, content that comes out. Sometimes he gets a hot tag, and he's he's the guy leading the leading the way. He becomes the host, um, and he's also hosting a few shows over on AdFreeShows.com. dot com. Mm -hmm. The the show X Ray with Tom Pritchard. We got a Monday uh, Mailbag with Mike Chioda. 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 We'll use that for year two. Yep. Uh, stuff. <laughs> I got to remember that. Note. Note. Um, Rebels happy hour. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, we got Paul Bromwell on. We talk about a lot of stuff and uh, it'll be a good time. Yeah, stuff and things. He's a good dude. He's, yeah. He was a lot of fun to talk to. Um, you know, it's uh, it's cool to talk. It's been cool to talk to a few podcasters lately. Yeah, it's been it's been fun to kind of like. Not even compare notes, but just kind of get in the world of and find out Pick that their like, brain. Yeah, like we're all kind of figuring it out as we right. go along, which is right. Funny. There's no not necessarily even on the level formula. that he's on. You right. Know what I mean, it's like right. There's not necessarily cool. a formula. It's just feeling things out. Yeah, and that's why uh, here we are. 
a little over a year later. Yeah. Still feeling things out. Feeling it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of feeling out, uh, if you like to feel us out a little more. What? What? Go with it. No, I'm going with it. All right. I mean, you're interrupting me. I'm sorry. If you want to feel us out a little more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go to patreon.com. Mm, they said patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast bacon is my podcast and you can get heapings more feeling out of us a bushel full you can see as we feel out cooking yeah different things you can see as we feel out live streaming movies you can see as we feel out making some music making some music and playing some music uh and eating uh, stuff, eating gross things. You can watch us eat gross things or delicious things. Yeah, uh, delicious things like wild bills and uh, grow your ass off. Yes, yeah. Uh, so yeah, go over there, help us out. Helps the show out a lot. Um, and big shout out to our BIM Squad members who are already there. Absolutely, much appreciated. You keep this show free. You keep this show going. It is a huge help. So thank you guys very much. Yeah, um, and also our sponsors. Yeah, Poddex. GrillYourAssOff.com, DrinkWildBills.com, uh, all of them. Promo code is Bacon. Yeah, and you get ten percent off all of their orders. So, DrinkWildBills.com, GrillYourAssOff.com, Poddex.com, and uh, yeah, man, what do you say we get into some uh, some wrestling? Let's do it. When do you want to start? Right about. Wait for it. Mm-hmm. Now. Now. Why do you always have to have the last one? Now. Now. No, now. 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 I'm editing this. <laughs> so, now. Then. That one's getting cut out. <laughs> now. Yes! <laughs> All right. So, you know we just played the fair, right? Mm-hmm. I saw our new sponsor next to us at the fair. Right. Right? Any of you that have ever been to festivals, you know one of the coolest spots to go to is that spot that's selling you sodas where the copper mugs. Oh, they're the best. Wild Bills, dude. Yes. And you don't just have to go to a a fair to get their stuff anymore. You can go to drinkwildbills.com and they'll send it right to your house. They sent that ginormous box to us. Huge box yeah. of stuff, and it made me realize that Wild Bills isn't just soda. Yeah, I thought it was at first, but man, the like jerky and uh, nuts, nuts, and coffee. And, oh man, snack foods, coffee, yeah. everything. And if you go there now, drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code BACON, of course, and you get 10% off. Oh, dude, check it out. Uh, stick with us because we're going to be letting you know how that coffee tastes. We're going to be doing some tasting episodes on literally everything in the box. Yes. So stick with us. But, uh, dude, you've had it. You've been at fairs. I bought it. I bought that mug. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. And now, again, we're heading into the winter months. It's going to get a little colder. No more fairs. Just have it delivered right to your door. Wild, drink wild build up. Blech. Drinkwildbills.com. Yeah. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Once. Check it out. Promo code BACON. Hi, everybody. I am Eric Bischoff, and you're listening to BACON is my podcast. What's up, everybody? There's my... There it is. My radio voice. There it is. His radio voice.
He just did it. But it's it's not nearly as good as the voice of the gentleman on the show today. No, not nearly. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have ad free show contributor, uh, host, mean, host, uh, um, t- uh, backup, uh, hot tag getter, hot tag getter. He, he calls me the protege. The oh. protege. The protege. He does. Yeah. I like that. Uh, the protege to Conrad Thompson, the podfather. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Paul Bromwell. What's going on, sir? Guys, Mike and Jimmy G, I'm just happy to be here on Bacon Is My Podcast. Man, this is awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, oh thank you for coming on. This is uh, thank you for joining this us. This is cool Cheers. for us. Cheers. Sure. Uh, Cheers. That's right. Hanging with a fellow podcaster is always a lot of fun because. I mean, we learn stuff. Yeah, we learn stuff <laughs> for sure. For sure. Because I mean, we don't know anything that we're doing. Um, Neither do I. Fake so it till you great. make it. Right. And hey, that's what we've that's what we found from a lot of the people that we've spoken to. We've been like, all right, how did you do this? What'd you get it? And they're like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just kind of hanging exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> now, like, so, so for me, we, this is, I mean, this is my second podcast. The first pod, well, I had like a, internet radio show with right. some friends and then my wife and now with Jim has been a long time friend of mine. How is, how is it for you to like, just hop in and like Conrad go, Hey, uh, here's Eric Bischoff. Oh, Hey, you're going to get a bi-weekly show with, uh, Mike Kyoto. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, here's Tom Pritchard. He's going to dissect wrestling matches. Is that cool? Like, how do you process that? Process that? <laughs> it's like, crazy, dude. <laughs> It's crazy. Lately, I'm telling you, like some of this stuff is like for the main feeds, like even with Bruce Pritchard, who I just today recorded a second time ever with him. It's usually it's usually (laughs) been, um, hey, tomorrow at the first show I ever did was with Jim Ross. And this was in January. And he was like 10 o'clock at night. Hey, tomorrow, eight o'clock. I'm going to need you to record with Jr. Huh? Hey, what the fuck are you? Who? Jim fucking Ross? I'm like falling off my couch, and this is through text. My heart's racing. What show are we watching? What is happening right, right now? But literally, I've had those. Mo- I have those moments when I first recorded uh, with Bruce Pritchard, and I was Levi, Larry, and everybody else. Yeah, I had sweat beads on my forehead, thanking God that it was audio only and not on video. <laughs> well, you were um, also in a closet. Yeah, I was in, in a closet, closet for that one. So. <laughs> I was literally in a closet for that in Myrtle Beach. So, have you ever forgiven him for disrupting your dinner? <laughs> no, you guys, you guys are paying attention. I love it. <laughs> he had all fucking day. My family's at the beach while I laid on the couch waiting for his call, and t- it's taco night. I'm about ready to wrap up the burrito. Hey, I'm ready. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I ran in there in my underwear. Let's do this because I know it was video only. I mean, or audio only. But man, yes, it's, 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 been, it's been surreal and it's come so fast and heavy and quick that I haven't had really any time to process it. Um, and it's just been like, and, and fortunately for my, my, in my shoot job, I've had to get up and talk in front of people for a few years and have been put on, put on the spot a little bit. And so I have a little bit of that to uh, rely on in terms of experience, but you still are not fully prepared for what it's like to be on with guys that you've watched on TV, you followed since you were a kid, and you're going to have to get on a mic. And oh, by the way, you're filling in for Conrad fucking Thompson, dude. So this guy's like over. He's not. It's not a he's a host. There's a lot of hosts. Right. He's a star just like them. He is a star. People hate me because I'm not him. He and I laugh about it. He's like, dude, there's nothing you can do. Don't read social media. Don't read the post. You're just not me. And I love it when they're like, I hate Bromwell's voice. 
Oh, so let me get this right. You love the Southern guys, twangy <laughs> voice. Is that what you're saying? But they just well, love him. They just love yeah. him. Yeah, that's what it is. So he's a personality, you know. Yeah. He's, he's a personality. Well, he's an established personality, Absolutely. also. Well, know? I think I think them putting you out a bit more too is it. Uh, again, people know him. They know yes. his, his stories. He'll add personal things into that's right. you know whatever it is that's happening. So same with you. It's just you know it's a matter of people. He can bust gonna... balls too. I can't. He can bust Bruce Pritchard's balls because he's earned that level with right, the audience yeah. to be able to do that. If I come in Joe Schmo off the street and try to be cool and try to bust Bruce Pritchard's balls, people are going to be like, who's this idiot? Who's this guy think he is? How do you <laughs> establish those relationships before I can get there? Yeah, that's yeah. that's an interesting point because like um, I've felt that a couple of times on our, our show too when we've had to or gotten to interview someone that like a band that we both really like or or a professional wrestler or somebody where all we do is bust each other's balls. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like part of our friendship and all that stuff. But then it's like you're talking to somebody and just on the regular, I'm pretty like, I don't think about the words that are about to come out of my mouth yes. and they just ha happen. <laughs> and so it's it's like you, you have to think about that every now and then go, ooh, is this okay? Is this yeah. all right to do? Can I do that? Uh, and he's do been you... doing it for so many years. So how do yeah, you yeah. just slide in and have that right. comfortability with them and still put on a good show when you have hundreds of thousands of listeners that want to hear about wrestling content and not come off sounding like some half-cocked asshole? So I, right. yeah. I have people DMing me, you need to bust their balls more like Conrad does. Buddy, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm making sure I'm pronouncing Bischoff's last name right, asshole. <laughs> so let's just make sure I get that right before I start taking shots at his wrestling creative. They don't, don't, <laughs> right, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Come yeah. on now. Give me some yeah. time here. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, Jimsy. You think grilling season is over? Mm, almost, right? Or no. No. Grilling season is never over because okay. of a new sponsor of ours. Ooh, what is it? Grillyourassoff.com. I love the name already. Yeah. Uh, it's a veteran-owned company that sells spices, barbecue sauces, cool swag even like even uh cookbooks oh you know what i you sent me a link to that i checked it out that was awesome they had some uh some cool recipes right on their site that was pretty awesome yes sir yes sir and it, that that's for free but now that they're a sponsor they've decided that if you use the promo code bacon you get 10 percent off your order dude that's awesome i'm yeah. ready i'm, I'm more, definitely ordering some spices they had a couple that looked really killer yeah and and it's really there's so many different selections that there's really a spice for everybody um the, the guys that are like heat heads and even the people that just want something subtle delicious sweet whatever it is uh they've got something for everybody awesome did we order any did we have any coming we've got some coming Nice. And we're going to do some tasting episodes over on the Patreon. Awesome. So with stick a around. Bit of grill your ass off stuff. Stick around, everyone, because uh, once we get those in, we're going to taste them. We're going to go through them. And then we're going to let you know what we think and uh, maybe give you some, uh, some choices that we would kind of go for. So once again, head over to grillyourassoff.com. Use that promo code BACON and get 10% off. Sweet. Hey, what's up? I'm Jeff from iCall Fives, and you're listening to Bacon is My Podcast. That, that does that does make a lot of sense. Like, absolutely. We, I, I mean, we've tried to kind of slide some things in. You just you have to feel them out too, because like 
Eric for sure. He he's he's all about that like back and forth. He's totally mm -hmm. cool with that. But there's definitely been guests that where we've kind of like slid things in. And you're like, anyway, um, <laughs> yes. And you just gotta you gotta pivot. You gotta Moving pivot on right from away. That. Um, yeah, for sure. But you do a great job when when you get slid in there. Uh, yeah, I still listen. The best thing is Mike Kyoto. That's my favorite show, and it's my favorite show to do because I feel like I can be myself because he and I have spent so much time together, not necessarily in person, but on the phone. We talk several times a week. Mike has just become a friend of mine, and we've built the relationship so that when we get on air, that's just me and Mike Kyoto talking like we did two nights ago on the phone. Right. So that's when awesome. you get that kind of chemistry going, it's going to come out on the show. I had the opportunity to do two bonus podcasts with Tony that only his uh, Patreon listeners get to do. Mm -hmm. And Tony will never work, has said this. I'm only working with you, Conrad, on, on my show. But Conrad was at the NWA event. Remember when he did the yeah. NWA pay-per-view? Yeah, yeah. And he was late. So Tony called said, I need you. Can you do two bonus shows? And buddy, I had a great time with Tony. Again, I've known Tony for several years. Tony and I. Well, you were you were one of his you original patrons. That's right. First premium member. If I, I was. So right. Tony and I clicked. We were yeah. cussing. Yeah. I was giving him a hard time. I had Rebel come on the show and surprise him, nice. and we were able That's to great. have some fun. So it it, it really does help out when you start to build that relationship. I think. That's awesome. Yeah, and Mike Kyoto, man, I don't know why, but. I have always, at every wrestling event, any WWE event I've ever gone to, I've always started in my Kyoto chant. Yes. <laughs> every single time. And then I also, on at WrestleMania 26, never forget it, I had a my Kyoto sign. And people were like, why do you have a my Kyoto sign? I'm like, because. Why, why don't you? Why? Because. Like he's, <laughs> exactly. He's, he's running the show here of like all these matches that you love. So right. why the fuck wouldn't I? That's awesome. <laughs> That's right. He's like, if you go back, I go back now and I'll watch wrestling. I'm like, holy shit, Mike Kyoto roughed that match too. Yeah, you know? he's yeah. around for forever. Uh, you know, he's... refs are definitely the unsung heroes of of all wrestling shows. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's, yeah, he's got to he's got to call the times, make sure stuff's in the right place. It's a it's a very. They don't even say their job. names anymore, though. Now they're the official. No, they're not allowed. Right, they're the official. Allowed. Well, well, in some AEW places, does, right? yeah, AEW does. You're right, but they WWE now um, the official, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Far, far be it anybody get over. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so you, you mentioned Rebel before. Uh, oh. You're <laughs> uh, you, you gonna do you gonna do any happy hours with her? Uh, you start happy hour early or something today? So or? so no happy hour today. It's every other Sunday uh, with her. Um, we are coming up. November the 7th will be our one-year anniversary of doing the happy hour with me, her, and Corey Ryan Forrester. But there is another one that, you know, when her and uh, Corey and I get on the show together, we're buds. We we have a group text message that we talk a couple times throughout the week. But we've seen each other in person and hung out together. And again, man, she is – I love Rebel. I just love her. She, <laughs> she is not on TV enough, by the way, and I get upset about it. But – uh she her her happy hours are so much fun. She's herself. She tells guys they can you know suck an asshole. Um, <laughs> there's one guy that comes on and talks about Thunder Rosa and how he loves her, and he's she's like I'm gonna beat your ass. I mean it's just so fun. <laughs> and she has guests on all the time. We've had Chelsea Green. We've had run-ins from I mean you name it. She's had people on. Um, and that's that's what's yeah. cool about the uh, the ad free free experience is it, it's a uh, very community like 
mm-hmm. thing you guys have yeah. going on there. Yep. And and the, the AEW, we did at Top Guy Weekend, we said, let's do uh, Rebels Karaoke Night. And she got all into it. She's like, Paulie, what are we doing? I said, we're going to pick some songs and we're going to get some people to perform. And you and Tony Schiavone are going to have to invite some people. And by the end of that night, man, three quarters of the AEW roster was behind stage and getting up on stage and singing with all of us. For, That's for great. Karaoke. What, it was fantastic. What's your karaoke song? I did uh, Sir Mix-A-Lot, Baby Got Back. Nice Ooh, choice. I like it. I did that while Rebel danced on uh, Will Hobbs while he sat on a chair, and she chair danced on <laughs> Will Hobbs while I performed. That's Unlike nice. anything I've ever seen. That's yeah. That sounds like a the whole visual of that would be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it was incredible. It was so incredible. so. What you're saying is it it pays to be a top guy. What right. I'm saying is it it, it, and nothing else. Come to be a top guy for Rebels karaoke events. <laughs> My God, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, quick question: uh, If you were doing a barbecue this weekend, okay, who's who's behind the grill? Jr. Or Eric Bischoff. Oh, Jim Ross. Oh, yeah. I love Jim Ross. I know because Eric Eric is very into it. He's got the rec tech and he's starting to do little videos and yeah, stuff he, like that. Yeah. I he mean, talked to us about how he smokes his meats. Yes, he talked to us about that and how he sources them. <laughs> and Jay, listen, Eric's cool and he's a nice guy and he's very talkative and he's very intellectual, you know, about everything he wants to talk to you about. Jim Ross is going to make you crack the fuck up the entire right. time. He's going to drink with you. He's going <laughs> to say some shit that's going to make you lose your mind laughing. And I just feel like I'd have such a fun time with Jim until he got mad at me and started ripping me. But I would have a blast with Jim Ross. He just doesn't give a shit anymore. He'll say whatever comes to his mind. He's got all the seasonings and the sauces, and he's got it all there. And uh, and he'll probably have a few ladies over knowing Jim Ross. <laughs> I love Jim Ross. Yeah, yeah, he's he's great. He's someday he's he's one of our uh, he's one of my white whales. Yes, you, if you can oh, get Jim sure. Ross, man, get him someday, someday, one day uh, for sure. <laughs> uh, so you're from the Philly area. Uh, so originally grew up um, outside and in, in Maryland, born and raised in Maryland, and uh, but was halfway between Philadelphia and Baltimore, and uh, and then in 2006, after uh, married, had our first child, we moved out towards Reading, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, my wife's family is closer to this area, so we moved out this way and been here since 2006. So, well, just uh, yep. j- just like us, you're you're uh, well. Uh, he wasn't really from the Northeast at that point, but no, I'm, I'm we're in, we're in New York, so okay, uh, we're we're all in ECW country. Oh yeah. yes. So yep. so, what channel did you used to try and watch it on? Because it was on public access <laughs> right, here right. at like 2:30 a.m. on a Saturday. Yep. So. I worked at Acme Markets. You guys ever hear of Acme Grocery Store chain back in the sure. day? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. So when I worked at Acme back in my uh, 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old days, back when ECW was really popping, I um, I had a guy that I worked with there that would record it on uh, VCR tape and then bring the tapes into me at work, and I'd oh, watch nice. it on tapes. That's awesome. It's a good so, ECW on demand, old school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he and I went to a couple shows. I've been to the ECW Arena. Um, I saw it at the big kahuna in Wilmington, Delaware. There was a huge, uh, nightclub and bar and we watched it there. And then Glasgow, Delaware high school. I saw a show there. Actually, um, our video had that on, uh, I found it and I downloaded the DVD. I think I have it digitally that show that I was at, but yeah, man, huge ECW guy right here in the Northeast. Yeah, for me it was like it was three in the. I was living in Indiana. So I was in Lafayette, Indiana. Okay. Um, and, uh, and it was like three in the morning. On like public access there, and so I'd, I'd, well, I'd, I'd get up, and watch it, and try and keep everything low because I was at home. Oh yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you were definitely yeah. supposed to 
don't wake up the parents. Like, right. <laughs> why are you watching this this early? Right. I used to do that for Raw too. Like when it first started, I was it was when my parents finally trusted me with a TV in my room. Like, oh, it started at nine o'clock. Big step. Yeah. I remember uh, like the worst. The worst was I was watching Bret Bret Hart versus One Two Three Kid. Okay. And I kept hearing footsteps, so I and I'd have I had to turn on and off with the little dial. <laughs> yes, the dial. And I was like. <laughs> footsteps and i'd run and I'd, I'd jump back and i'm like okay okay please don't end please don't end and then i'd run back when i'd hear the steps that's go away funny. yeah that's uh some of my fond memories of nice. watching re- wrestling as a kid yeah that's great so you got to see part of that match i got to see uh good like two-thirds of it but not like in sections it was you could have seen it again intermittent. With, uh, darby allen and punk yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think what was cool for us, though, uh, having lived through the ECW, was that was the first time you actually saw like a brand that was on all TVs and people were taping and there was a buzz that actually then made it to pay-per-view and then made yeah. it to a yeah. t- to national TV. Like we saw a wrestling brand kind of grow up in front of our eyes. And that was kind of the f- you know first time we ever saw something like that. Yeah, it was exciting because you felt like it was yours. Yeah, yes. yeah. You know? yeah. It's like, like that band. It, it, and they talk right. about this all the time. It's, it's, like, like, it's that. like that band that you just discovered and it's like, these guys are awesome. They they have like a pretty me- a couple of mediocre hits, and they never never quite get there. But you're like, they're still mine. Like, yeah, they're they're accessible. That's what was cool too. You talk about some of the guys we worked with. They were doing that was extreme on uh, ad free for a little bit. And Joe Gertner and Blue Meanie were on that show with uh, uh, Josh Chernoff, and we would do a post show. And I'm sitting here like hosting it like. There's Blue Meanie, and and I love Joe Gertner on the mic and some of his openings yeah, that oh, he he's did. Unbelievable. Yeah. And I and I'm just like, what is my life now? You know, <laughs> these those are some of the pinch me moments. Yes, the JRs and stuff, but Joel putting it in her till it's hurting her Gertner is right here in my face. This is great. <laughs> we had we had that same thing. We had one of our first guests that we ever had because um, we started this and it was just us talking. We're both musicians and we're both in separate bands. We started oh, writing cool. together. And we were just like, oh, the first hour and a half, we just bullshit. So, and people were like, oh, I would love to be a fly on the wall. And we're like, all right, you can be. Um, and he just reached out to Mark Miro. Ah. And he said yes. And we were like, what? What was <laughs> it? was weird because uh, he, I emailed him and no less than like 15 minutes later, he's like, hey, what, what's your number? Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then <laughs> 10 min- minutes after that, I get a Florida number on my phone at work and i'm like this is not happening right like, not really he texted me he's like I, mark miro's texting me right now and i was like are you kidding me what's happening <laughs> <laughs> i pick up the phone he's like hey mike it's mark Merrill." i'm like hey what what really that's fantastic so, yeah it's 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 a lot of fun like it, it's really cool to get to uh cut it up with some of some of the yeah. people you grew up watching and yeah, it's pinch me my... moments like that. It's like, really, Mark Marrow? Uh, right. Just yeah, yeah. Him. So cool. uh, I mean, for sure, Eric Bischoff. Yeah, Eric when when he agreed to do huge. it, I was like, what? The f- yeah. What like, is happening? <laughs> right. <laughs> is this for real? Yeah. And it's then when he came on and said, "I've been pinching myself all week for agreeing to do this fucking thing on Friday." That's when I was like, "This is the reality that we're in." Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is the reality that we're in. Buddy, I got to try to lock those di- those guys down for bonus shows, and they're part of our network. You know how hard it is to lock them in just to do bonus shows for the month? <laughs> so when you guys get stuff you know, get stuff done with them, that's a good thing, man. Trust me, because oh, sometimes getting stuff scheduled with them just to do what they're supposed to do for us is, is tough enough. Uh, yeah, I, I 
I think it's because we have bacon in the name and just people there like bacon. <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. We're like, huh? All right. <laughs> Plus, you do a really nice job of communicating. The emails and stuff that I got were first class as far as just the follow up and everything. So oh, nice, real nice job with that. that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have templates. Yeah, you do a good <laughs> job though. Gmail and templates are pretty good. You could teach some podcasters a thing a thing or two. <laughs> Now, do you do you do a lot of guesting on podcasts? Like we we heard, um, I don't even remember what the name was at this point. Now it was so good, you don't even remember. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we've heard we've heard a few, well, but like I don't yeah. remember who was interviewing you. I just remember you. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I've been on. Um, oh man, it's been a little while. Uh, Rajiv, there's a guy that's on ad free shows. Rajiv, I've been on his show. I've been on. Uh, I've been on some other podcasts. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't get a ton of requests, just things here and there. People, as they're starting to get familiar with me and the stuff that's going on with ad-free shows, have reached out. There's another show I'm doing next Friday, uh, as you know, actually this coming Friday at four. So um, I think as, as people and as Conrad starting to use me more, really with the main feed stuff, yeah, ad-free yeah. shows is its own little world, but the exposure comes once I'm rolling out into these main shows. Don't go away. We'll be back right after these messages. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. And before we get into this week, if one episode just isn't enough for you and you need a little bit more Bacon is My Podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bacon is My Podcast. Over there, you will get access to monthly live streams, discounts on merch, early and commercial free access to Bacon is My Podcast episodes. Some of them are even extended surprise giveaways, additional shows, including Tasting Is My Passion, and of course, Cooking With, Bacon Is My Passion, and oh yeah, you get a crap ton of music. That's right, all of Jimmy and Mike's bands, previous, current, whatever it is, you'll get access to that music, demos, and much, much more. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast and learn what the hoopla is all about. How do you, how do you feel about being a guest versus being a host? I love guest guest yeah. is no pressure, man. I right, just get yeah. to come on and talk and answer whatever you throw at me. And that's easy host. You got to be able to, you know, it's one take it's going to hundreds, some, in some cases, hundreds of thousands of people, right? You have your show notes that you have to navigate, but also you never know what the host is going to say or what direction they're going to go. Um, if it's a watch along, you're just worried. You're just making sure everything's prepped and ready for that. Um, and two, you know, there's feedback. You, you've already heard what you, what you suck at and what you're good at. And I don't necessarily <laughs> try to concentrate on that too much. But I also want to make sure that if there are blatant things that I can do better at, sometimes it's just shutting up. You can tell that's hard for me to do. But sometimes when that they're not there to hear me, they're there to hear the main guy. And even though I think I might have a nice point or something fun to add, I don't necessarily have to do that all the time. Sometimes it's me just being quiet and letting it breathe, but it's also hard to read because sometimes I think, well, I'm going to let this one breathe, but then they really don't have anything else to say. <laughs> right. And there's awkward silence. That happened a few times with Eric today. So there is ebbs and flows and you're always trying to study uh, the room with them as a host and make sure that there's good flow. So I definitely love being a guest. It's so easy. Well, so with, uh, with the um, Kurt Angle show. Yes. Uh, the Kurt Angle show, you get the hot tag, and I'll be doing. I do lots of Kurt Angle shows. 
It's it, it, but this one in particular, you're talking with Edge too. <laughs> so that was in the closet you, too. By the way, navigate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. How do you navigate something like that? Like, do you, do you, I mean, for me, I would be like, I'm going to be, a, I'm going to just let them talk. Like if I, if you watch me, is... I'm, I have the dumbest smile on my face the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't help it because it's like, this is freaking edge and Kurt angle and me, the dimwit of the group. But the beautiful thing about Kurt angle. And also sometimes the thing that really, I think hurts the show is Kurt really likes a script. He likes it completely typed out. Everything he says is thought out beforehand and typed out, and it's Kurt colon his question, Paul colon my question, okay? okay? So we have a script to follow. So for Kurt Angle, he's the only Conrad Thompson show. He's going to kick it off. Yeah. It's the same It's the same mm -hmm. deal every time. Paul's my host, co-host. And first few shows, you couldn't even say Bromwell, but we got there. So you got it, <laughs> got it going. I shouldn't do that. So then we got it going. And as we roll through the show, I just follow his lead. When he goes to his question, then the answer. Then I know it's my turn. Now, as I was going through that show, I was also told beforehand, Paulie, you got to make sure you're the one who has to make sure this goes at least 60 minutes. Okay. We have advertisers and things has to hit 60 minutes. Okay. So that little bit of pressure is on me to say, man, I'm looking at the clock. How are we going? How are we trending? Because this could, has to go 60. So that's the only pressure there for me. So sometimes as the guy will answer a question, I know that Kurt knows my scripted question. So I have to build in a buffer, hurry up and think of a question to ask before my scripted so that I can keep Kurt on that pace as he goes throughout. Right, right. So those are the little nuances as you go through a Kurt Angle show or whatever, like for him specifically, that I'll kind of do. Uh, John Bernthal, we had him on. Ray Mysterio, we did mm -hmm. the show with Ray Mysterio. Same thing with Edge. So there were a few things I added to the edge. Like I asked him to go in a little deeper about Rey Mysterio or I, or I mentioned a comment in there about what about you and John Cena again? It was such a big match. You two were in there in the wrestling business again right now. Could you, and he said, well, never say never. Those were just things I added in and then kept going just to see if I could get a little bit more out of edge. Um, as I could see, we needed to extend the episode, but his show are pretty, it's formulated. We know where we're going. My hope with Kurt is again, if it's me and him, which we just recorded on Friday, his answers are long enough that we get to that hour. Yeah, right. Because once we're done the script, it's like, where do we go next? We just, we just, we just went through the script in detail, and I don't think there's anything else we could absolutely cover about Bound for Glory and your main event match with Robert Roode. Right, right. See, so <sighs> is he is he good with? Um like you said, putting some buffers in and stuff like that. Is he okay with you doing that? And, and he is, like he is, if I, I'll create the dialogue, but I'm also very like trying to think I, cause Kurt also doesn't want to do anything. And I don't think he'd mind me saying this, but I, he doesn't want to do anything necessarily to rock the boat. He's a WWE guy. Even to this right. day, mm -hmm. he's not going to want to rock the boat. And I know people are wanting to listen for something that they can put in their news article or things right. like yeah, that. They want their, they want their sound bite. They want the there. clickbait, the sound bite, And I'm not necessarily going to get that out of him. Because he doesn't want to rattle cages. He doesn't mm -hmm. want to. He Like Eric, man, the first 30 minutes of the show that drops tomorrow, he goes off about Tony Khan running his mouth too much about AEW and should be smarter about talking about Ted Turner and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's going to have the internet buzzing. Yeah. I didn't say anything. I just sat there and let him go. That's not, <laughs> Kurt, that's not Kurt Angle. Right. Yeah. So I just have to, you know, because like to the, he was talking about Scott Steiner. I'm like, by the way, have you seen his, his son, Braun Breaker? My goodness. He's like the third Steiner brother. He's going to yeah. be awesome. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. 
again, I could tell immediately he wasn't as familiar, so I can't go too much further with that with them. Right. So well, yeah, I know. I know for for Eric, uh, he goes a little bit more like in the beginning and at the end, maybe a little bit more on current stuff. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he doesn't he doesn't do that too much. Is that something that he's gonna? He's saying that people are picking up. He's saying that news sites are, are talking about his show more. I think if he does talk about current, mm -hmm. so I do. think you'll see that weave in more. It'll start coming in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so what, like like I talked about a Jericho match with him today from a night show we watched, and I was like, speaking of Jericho, what do you think about the Dan Lambert American Top Team deal? Right, right. Yeah. So some of that stuff. Dude, is Dan Lambert not just channeling Bobby Heenan for yeah, anybody amazing. else? Because People love He's him amazing. or hate, hate it or I'm whatever. Just Dude, he is away. a heat magnet. Yeah. I'm heat blown magnet. away. Like He's great. Heenan yeah. is my favorite like manager talker of all time. Like yeah. Heenan is just that guy for me always. Like me and a million other people. Right. Right. And uh and the very first time Lambert was talking in the ring, I, I was just getting those vibes and I was like, I did not expect this guy to be this good. Yeah. Like this is awesome. Like yep. he's really good. <laughs> And now, now we got Junior DeSantos getting in the ring, right? Right. Which, which was definitely weird. Like, yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like they were, they went, all right, buddy, you're gonna get in the ring. Just don't, don't hurt anybody. Don't punch too, too hard. Right. Right. Yeah. You can yeah. tell that. Yeah. Like Jer Jericho took a punch from Mickey Rourke, but I mean, just yeah. give yeah. give him a rest. <laughs> but, but I tell you what, man, I watched. Uh, we, my son and I went to the AEW Dynamite in Philly at the Leah Core Center. What was mm -hmm. it? Two weeks ago. Yeah. We could not hear Dan Lambert one word on the mic. They were booing so loud for him. And Jericho yeah. and um, oh, Jack, hey, uh, Jake Hager were like, we can't even, they were looking at each other in the ring. We can't, we can't even hear him. And they were wow. okay with it, but that's yeah. how much heat was being generated. That Dan I remember Lambert. Jericho even said it afterwards. He was yeah. like, I didn't hear a damn word. You not a word. Say. And he's true. We couldn't hear him one bit. That's great. That's yeah. that's what you want. Yeah. That's what you want from a heel. Yeah. That's right. And and he's got a stable full of guys that that need mouthpieces. Well, and the yeah. AEW fan base so far is really good about being that vocal part. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean they're they're being given something to to make noise about, and and they're obliging. They're yeah, making yeah. all kinds of noise, Hell which yeah. is awesome. Hell yeah! You had yeah. something else you were going to say. Uh, well, no, you you kind of uh, Paul, you kind of like we're about to say something. I saw and we kept going. We no, no, I was just I was just talking about uh, how Eric just weaving in some of those. Help, I think you're you'll see more of that kind of being weaved into his show is some of that current event stuff. But yeah, now nah, Dan Lambert and what they're doing there is incredible. And uh, I saw Paige Van Zant running her mouth a little bit. I'd love Thunder Rosa to come out and smack around a little bit. We'll see what happens. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, she she needs to get herself into professional wrestling. Because yeah. professional fighting is just not working out for her. <laughs> no, she's just she's getting not, her ass kicked. It's not yeah. all the yeah, time. But she like, could do pro wrestling. You can tell she wants to talk smack and has the look oh, yeah. and everything. Right. And she's got she's got, she's got, got technique. She's got yeah, three presence. million Instagram followers. Come yeah. on. Yeah. If if that's not a, a vote of confidence for for uh, Tony Khan to get her working, yeah, I don't know what is hey, for 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 a for a wrestling group that needs as as much eyes on their women's division or much help as they can get. Yeah. Especially yeah. adding a second secondary title. Yeah. Yeah. For 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 women. Yeah. You got you gotta get depth. Yeah. Put her in. Get depth and star more. power. Throw should, her in. We Come should on. see more of them per week now because oh yeah. There's two titles. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we do have to pay some bills. Um, one of those bills gets paid by uh Poddex. Yeah. They're a sponsor of ours. Are you familiar with Poddex at all? I'm not. Uh, it's, it's a pretty cool company. They, 
are uh, basically it is a deck of cards, not unlike Cards Against Humanity, with um, questions like interview questions, conversation starters, icebreakers, things like that. That is kind of fun to do if you're a host or you're new into podcasting and you're having a hard time figuring out like how to come up with enough questions to fill an hour. <laughs> I need right. I need them for the Kurt Angle show. <laughs> <laughs> it, it will help you okay. uh, if if that's your case, uh, or you know if you have verbal diarrhea like we do, yeah. uh, you don't need it. But, but they're also fun just to have in general. Like yeah. I've, I've said before, like I had them at home at Christmas time. That's when I got them delivered to me. And I was asking family members and there's something that I would bring. I bartend, I'll bring them to the bar and, and give them to people that look like you should probably have better things to say, you know, like find people that are having a hard time talking and give them some stuff. And there's some fun questions in there. So we are going to uh, let you pick a deck. We'll let you know what they are. And then we're going to uh, randomly pick a question for you to answer. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the decks that you have to choose from are uh, What the Heck, uh, Interview Deck 1, Interview Deck 2, um, Would You Rather, and then we have two brand new decks that Jimmy just got. One's called the How Dare You Deck. The other one is the What the Fuck Deck, yes. which we actually tried. Uh, we dropped it on the Patreon, but we're going to put it up on YouTube soon. We tried to have my kids ask us what the fuck questions yes first one i was like nope yep different deck shut it down shut oh it down. boy okay so. well, i won't be asking that one then <laughs> what's the what was the first one uh what the heck yeah, let's go what the heck all okay. right so mike is going to uh shuffle up the cards and i will tell everybody that is listening to uh go check out poddex.com where you can find all these decks plus some sweet swag they have t-shirts they have uh, stickers all kinds of stuff and if you use the promo code BACON, you can get 10% off your entire order. They're a very cool company. Um, they're kind of a small company, but they're growing a lot. And, man, like the owner will email you to thank you when you when you buy yeah, a deck. Yeah, super they're, cool, dude. They're very cool, very awesome. They have an app now in the App Store, too, so you can actually have projects on your phone. And, again, if you're a starting podcaster, um, I can't tell you. He, he sends out weekly emails, and mm -hmm. they have just really good tips. Some of it. Some of it is is you know just one oh one kind of things, but sometimes you need to hear that again, where yeah. it's like, all right, well, this is obvious, but you know what? I'm not practicing. I that. haven't thought about so, it in a while. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna fan these out, and Paul, you can uh, let us know when to stop. I am going uh, right to left, your left to right. You tell me stop. when to stop. Right here. All right. All right. Paul Bromwell. Has anyone started a rumor about you? And if so, what was it about? What the heck? <laughs> a rumor about me. Wow. I heard a rumor that Paul isn't your real name. Oh. <laughs> I'd so love to hear that rumor. Eugene. Eugene. Stage, yeah. Stage yeah. name. Yeah, Bruce Pritchard started that one. Uh, a rumor about me. Man, if they started it about me, I don't think it made its way back to me. That's for sure. I love the Gabriel. juicy, juicy, juicy rumors about me. Man, nothing's coming to mind. Rumor has it. Ooh, I like oh, it. Oh, classics. I like it. <laughs> that, so, so that's got to be a karaoke song. Now, there right? you go. Yeah, obviously. yeah, that definitely has to be a karaoke. Obviously. Song. Oh. Man, nothing's coming to mind, guys. I'm terrible already. Yeah. That I've, let's I've, grab another right, one. We can okay, grab another yeah, one. try another one. Let's go. Yeah, let's grab another one. Yeah. 
I'm going to go random now. Going okay. Rando. Yeah. What is the grossest thing you've ever seen someone do in public? The grossest thing I've ever seen someone do in public. Yes. <sighs> hmm. Now you've been to a lot of public events. I have. You've been around a lot of people that enjoy the the occasional rib. Oh yeah. I've been to a lot of wrestling conventions. You've been to a lot Grossest of wrestling thing. conventions. <laughs> Grossest <laughs> thing I've seen someone do in public. Gross. God. It's subjective because what's gross to one might be uh, tame gonna... and benign to another. Yeah. If you, like now, now listen, like, and you don't have to share, but do you automatically think of something when you think of that? Do you think of a um gross? There's a few things. I, oh, yeah, I okay. Think a few. <laughs> I got a few. Yeah. Okay. But you know what? We're around gross people. So yeah. Uh, see, I'm trying to think. Gross. Uh, one thing for me is the bat. The bat. The bat. Uh, I was at a party. Buddy of mine goes, "Hey," and I turn around. He was walking up the stairs, but he turned around and he had his ball sack stretched. So it oh, looked like a bat. Yeah, the bat wing. Yeah, the bat wing. <laughs> the bat wing. <laughs> so that's pretty gross. Yeah, that yeah that's gross. That's gross. Well, I'm trying that's to think gross. of if I have any, anything re re involving nudity. See, that's the other thing is like we're we're also, uh, we're in bands. So we're yeah, like in a, like I've been in a van with the same three guys for a number of weeks and they're gross. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of gross things. You know, yeah, see, but of, this is this is something I've seen I a lot of see. peeing in Gatorade bottles and then forgetting about that Gatorade bottle and then picking it up and taking people a drinking it by it, accident, slurping yeah. it down. I've seen that happen, uh, and that's very gross. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. I mean, things that I've seen grosser typically have been on the internet, nothing in real life. That's the problem, right? Not nothing, problem, nothing's coming to my mind, say. Of, okay, of, like where I say, man, that was. Friggin' gross! I, I, I just, you've you've led a grossless life. I've I've lived, I love the plain life, a pathetic <laughs> life. I sit here in a room and do podcasts all the time. What's my problem? You well, you've got that's, a, that's you've got a, a wide array to... of uh, of cool shit behind you. Yeah. I see a lot of uh, I see a lot of action figures. I see a the Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy. Yeah. Who's our hand? I see uh, I see a foam hand, but I don't that's, know. That's, I, that's, that's, uh, <sighs> let me see if I can reach it. Oh, Arnie Anderson, oh, four finger, yes. four horsemen. Excellent. They gave that away at Top Guy Weekend. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. That is yeah. very awesome. And then the so other front, to... the other thing on there is the old Jeff Jarrett guitar. I was going to ask what the guitar was too. Yeah. Yep, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett, nice. That's awesome. Yep. See, we're finding out little things about you here. I see the Guns N' Roses T-shirt. We got a Guns N' Roses T-shirt. Yep, like in Guns N' Roses, Metallica. Uh, what else? What else? There's all kinds of stuff back here. It's my picture with the AEW actual world title belt at full gear. I stood on stage with that. That's awesome. I saw that. I saw that photo online too. Oh yes, that is online. My life is online. What am I doing? The A Team <laughs> original toys with the original figures from the is that second, what that is? second level oh, down. Nice. All That's the A Team, awesome. the AWA inmate inmate world heavyweight belt from back in the day That's with amazing. the original Remco figures. Nice. The very now, top you... picture is me as eight MGF MJF's butler. At uh, a star cast in Chicago when he made me do push ups for him. That's excellent. So, uh, MJ, MJF is actually from a town about 10 minutes from me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we, we've seen some, some pretty awesome high school pictures and, uh, <laughs> embarrassing stuff in, in the past few, uh, few years since he's hit the big time. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's definitely. Oh, a few. I bet. Speaking, of, have you seen any gross stuff? Because that could be my gross thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I still I'm can't believe I can't out. think of a gross thing. I'm really a disappointed in myself. <laughs> I'll think of it as soon as we're done this podcast. You absolutely. Or like, yeah. we'll be we'll we'll be ten more minutes down, and you'll be like, oh, this gross shit happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when now that you're maybe not necessarily on the inside, but you've cracked that candy candy shell yeah. of the peanut M and M. Right. 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 Yep. Do you do you That's view a good way to wrestling differently? I don't. When you watch it, um, I think because this is happening at the stage and age of my life that, uh, like, if I was younger and this was all happening for me, most likely I would. But the fact that having grown up and listened to podcasts already and hear some of how things work, and uh, so no, I don't think I've been super surprised. I think, um, you, you know, I, I've been to a lot of AEW shows and work with AEW people and sometimes maybe hearing how, oh, well, you know, he or she doesn't like me. That kind of stuff is like, oh, it's the real world. It's like any other yeah, real yeah, job yeah. kind of stuff. So anything, you know, like if you work for any company or whatever and drama, all that drama happens in wrestling. And, of course, you know, yeah. so uh, but nothing, nothing really, I think, really surprises me um, at this point or has shocked me or not appreciated. Like I can still go down and must watch television for me. And the WWE fans are going to hate me is AEW wrestling because I enjoy I just enjoy the product. That's just I'm what I like. There. I took my son to see WWE uh, in Hershey, a live event. And I think it just felt more of like a Disney on ice vibe. It's cool. And they're doing a store and they're doing a nice show and it's wrestling, but it has more of that flamboyant entertainment feel. Um, whereas there's a little bit more rawness or edginess or, and they like to say we're pro wrestlers. Um, but you feel a difference in the vibe between both shows. So, and I, I'm yeah. attracted more to that. You can definitely see it in just in the product. And I can imagine, I can imagine it's a similar thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, there's, uh, you know, to, to bring it back to music, you've got the Guns N' Roses shirt on. There's a difference between seeing Guns N' Roses like on the Sunset Strip, you know, back in 89 yeah. and seeing Guns N' Roses now with 900 members in the band. And sure, you know, there's there's that difference there. One is a it's not that one it's not that one's better than the yeah. other, but subjectively, one is raw, one is more um in your face or yeah you know, that's yeah. the thing and then one is more produced that's one right more, right that's like, right you know that's right one's more scripted and produced and one's going to put yeah. more into the production value and the lights graphics and all that yes and the other's going to be a little bit less into that and a little bit more into the action or the, yes yeah. exactly yeah exactly. anything well, yeah i would type feel. i was well one of the, one of the reasons why i asked that question too is because you do x-ray with tom pritchard yeah and i love that show. he breaks he breaks things down and he and really talks about the psychology and and the way wrestling works so so what like when you're watching it does it does it change your your view great as question. a watcher great question absolutely he you know what they we call him the doctor but it is sitting under his learning tree and as I sit there, and sometimes I just don't even want to talk because I'd rather just hear him talk about. And you see, Paul, what they're doing here is, and they're do 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 and and I'm like, man, that's right. This is exactly what's happening, because there's so many times as you watch wrestling, you just sit there, or I have, and mindlessly just watch what happens next and watch what happens next without giving the thought to the psychology of why they're doing it. Why does Doctor Tom happen, literally yeah. breaks it all down? So you're absolutely right. It's uh, eye opening to watch it with someone who's explaining it to you as you watch it. So yes. 
do you find you enjoy it more now that you have that perspective or are you sometimes enjoying it less? Uh, I think, I think that I enjoy it. Um, it hasn't changed my enjoyment level of it. I think that, um, it really does show me there is a science to it and it's just not two guys going out there whispering to each other and telling, Hey, what's the next move? What's the next move? There's a science. There's a reason why they're doing what they're doing. It's not just listening to the crowd, but it's there. They're, they are putting on a play. They are mm-hmm. telling a story. You know, they use that word all the time, but it is a build. And whether it's they start off with the uh, hip toss arm drag and into holding the arm and they're going to start that slow burn where they build up and and let the build happen. The whole thing is you're on a journey and it's a story and they're, and they're letting it breathe and build. And that's why Dr. Tom always talks about selling and letting things sell. And, and guys want to go right in the move to the next move to the next move. And I, we laugh about it, but those matches that'll go on for the rest of our lives as being the, some, some of the best ever were the ones where there was some selling going on and they let mm-hmm. the story kind of breathe the Shawn Michaels, some of the classics that he was a part of with undertaker at WrestleMania or whoever, um, whoever you're a fan of that you love their matches. Um, there is a science to it. There is storytelling to it, and there is thought put into it to make it happen. You talk, you, you guys joked around earlier about Steamboat Macho Man from WrestleMania Three. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the most scripted matches. But you know yep. what they did when they sat down with pen and paper? They they scripted it all out, and they had reasons as to why those moves were next and were next and were next. Yeah. Well, it'll make sense yeah. to do this next because you just came off of this, so we have to do this next. And and when you get behind it and see it broken down that way. That's when you're like, wow, there's really something to this. That's when it's done well, it's just <sighs> awesome. It you is. Know, it's, That's it's why I'm a fan. I, yeah, yeah the, exactly. It's one of the things I appreciate. You know, we, we brought up Edge is like just him talking about this current feud that he's doing. With, yeah, with Seth Rollins. With Seth yeah. Rollins. Going back to the seven years ago interview where. Seth didn't stomp him and like bringing up things like that. And then in the matches, the stories that they're telling with why they're doing these moves and how the second match they learned from the first match. And there, some of the things don't work. And I like, sometimes it feels like um, those kind of details are kind of overthoughts. And then when they're there, it's just, it's so awesome because I think people do respond to them and they do recognize them. Like, yeah, I, I don't think I'm watching professional wrestling with any kind of magic eye i think i'm joe average fan right you know so yeah. to to think that the average fan isn't going to be pick up on that and that isn't going to make it better for them i think is ridiculous because those things make the matches amazing and sometimes we're not yeah we're not even thinking about it as we watch it we yeah. watch it and we're like oh my goodness that was amazing yeah yeah you just absorb it and you're like yeah just absorb it like yeah you're like i want to watch that again you know like, yeah a uh, recent match that I've wanted to watch again, and I have, uh, Danielson Suzuki. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I, only saw, on. I only saw it once, but it was crazy. Come on. Who gives that away on free on YouTube? <laughs> right. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> right. I need to are watch it again. Me? I need to watch yeah. it again. It's a, it's a great. Too. It's, it's a good time. It's a I want to. Hey, listen, Danielson is putting on matches that are like best of DVD or, you know, best of Danielson matches since he got oh, here. Seriously. Yeah. It's crazy. Omega. Uh, I, in in oh. one of my in one of my uh, my group texts, uh, there was a quote unquote hot take, mm-hmm. uh, and they said, even just given this year, like easily just from his AEW career, Danielson could probably have be wrestler of the year. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I mean, and then you're like, oh wait, he was in WrestleMania. He was the main event of WrestleMania He's, this year. Like, and 
if everything plays in this bracket like people think, he could end up in this uh, challenge to take taking on Moxley at full gear. Yeah, because they're both on opposite sides of this yeah. tournament. Yeah, that that, that hello uh, looks pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> pretty amazing. And, awesome. and and uh, and heel Mox is is starting to like rear his ugly. Yeah, head. Stone yeah. Cold John Moxley, which, always a fan of that. Which I I love, but I really loved uh, John Moxley versus all of Japan. I like that. I really yeah, that loved that good. that, that angle good. that was they were kind of working with. It was just like, yeah, just if you're a Japanese, I'm gonna beat you up. Mm. <laughs> I, I really wanted them to go full steam ahead with it, but I guess COVID restrictions. And yeah, stuff and couldn't send them there. I think that still could happen though. And hey, just w- I wait till one day till like uh, Okada. I mean, do you mm-hmm. think we'll see him wrestle somebody in, in AEW oh, at man. some point? I think. We I will. hope so. I think we will. I you How know could we not. How could we not? Yeah, I, I agree. Has to you happen, know, right? Like, yeah. Well, I, I think I think the big thing has always been Okada. What, what else can he do in New Japan? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's bring him over, not, baby. Not, not not a whole lot, but if there's a forbidden door, you know. Yeah. So before AEW, everybody was like, "Oh well, obviously the next step is WWE." No. Well, you know, yeah. Have him take in on AEW. Omega Danielson. Come oh. on, let's let's do it. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. Over let's it. do yeah. it. Yeah. I, I imagine Omega versus Okada on American soil. And then, oh, next pay-per-view, Danielson, Okada. Oh, yeah. Is there any other wrestler for, for you guys that makes you cringe as much as Danielson whenever you see a shot to the head? Because, Suzu- I'm telling you that Suzuki shot. I watched that Suzuki match, night? and I was like, oh, no. Or a couple nights ago. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it again. You guys talked oh. me into it. I got to watch it again. Oh, Suzuki just gave him this forearm where you're just like, oh, no, don't do that. I think... <laughs> I think his this brain match, is not good. I think this match made made me cringe more than him versus Brock at Survivor Series. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if he just and that has Brock that, match. Like... I was like, he just got back. Don't kill him. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> For sure. It's like Brian. Brian, why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah. Well, why you know, you he, he keeps saying that you know it, it was really WWE's thing that he was okay, but he was lying about his concussions right. so it was kind of being reprimanded like hey we can't trust you it was a trust thing right. saying. and i'm sure he's getting checked out now any every chance that he gets i'm i'm, I'm sure yeah. he is too yeah well and his schedule's a lot lighter so he's yes. not right doing those things once every on house shows or yeah. once a week yeah it's yeah way house shows is, is five times killer a week, you know yeah. doing those loops and stuff and what i like about AEW too is they they let the young guys do their loops you know mm-hmm. they, they yeah get, they let uh, you know Mox will do the G, G uh, game changer wrestlings. Mox G-Spot was just advertised for New Japan show here this past weekend in Philly. Yeah, oh, nice. Uh, Buddy Matthews or Buddy Murphy, right? Uh, he was also just advertised today. Uh, he's he's doing New Japan, so okay. I'm super excited about that. Yeah, he's awesome. I think. You know, he's awesome. A lot of people I, were like, I'm, I'm "Oh, he could to go." See him show up somewhere. He could go yeah. to Impact, and you know, I've always been down on Impact. They've gotten much better uh, in recent years, but like, I think him going to New Japan is is a home run. They need a better TV. Well, I think it's coming. There's rumor about a better TV deal, but I, these little zones and stuff, like for a TV show, I know they're in that little kind of Impact zone, whatever they call it. I let, I they need a little arena, some kind of arena, something that yeah. shows a little bit more. Like I was watching um because Kurt Angle, we were watching um the Leah Core Center Bound for Glory 2011, and it was in Philadelphia. And I'm like, dude, that actually felt like a pay-per-view. 
It wasn't yeah. again in the impact zone again, which is like, how many shows are we going to watch in the impact zone? Nothing against the impact zone, but it right. had lost its impact, buddy. Okay. Right. <laughs> Something that feels well, like I, a real pay-per-view. I mean, you, you think about the old NXT and, yeah. and you think of their original setup at full, full sale that I never had an issue with, mm -hmm. but, but the impact zone was very much a TV studio. Yeah. It's, and they yeah. made it, you know, Universal Studios, whatever, or the, the asylum days. That yeah. Kind of stuff. I mean, it's like, it's like old, uh, old WCW Saturday night, Saturday night shit, wrestling. You know what I mean? But, but, but I, I NXT, the uh, NXT pay per views, those would be before the yeah, Rumbles. Those, those, yeah, those yeah, were yeah. massive pay per view, loud crowds. Definitely different looked like energy. bigger things. Yeah. It was a different energy. But yeah, the, the current impact stuff, they, they've got, you know, 20, 30, 40 people in the crowd. And it looks like they have 20, 30, 40 people in the crowd. Looks it like does. one of our shows. I right. need to feel it. I need to feel it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll be right back. You love your weekly dose of bacon as my podcast, but you need even more bacon. Well... Just go over to BaconIsMyPodcast.com. You can engage even more with us over there. It's a pathway to our music, extra content, our social media pages. Most importantly, grab yourself some pretty sweet swag and put it all over your body parts. Again, that's BaconIsMyPodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us, what's your bacon? Hey, what's up, everybody? WWE Hall of Famer, the Godfather here, and you've been consuming bacon is my podcast uh so paul i always love to ask um we could sit here and talk about wrestling all day yeah. because we're all huge wrestling fans um and people can hear you talk about wrestling any like several times a day <laughs> yeah. yeah but i'm wondering um what is something that not enough people ask you about that you're passionate about that you dig that you would love to talk more about but nobody ever asks Wow. Hmm. What else what's am that, I into? What's that other thing? Are you a gamer? Are you, do you go to concerts? Are you? Yeah. Good question. I am. I, so I am a, uh, I'm not a gamer. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm not that, but uh, I do love, I do love music. I'm a big music fan. Although I feel like anymore, I'm like always listening to podcasts, but all my free time, um, I end up getting myself wrapped up to, into all kinds of true crime stuff. I'm a true crime nerd. I've watched so many series and TV shows um, on the Discovery Plus app. I've watched yes. I, I've watched more true crime series right now. I'm watching um, uh, the uh, why do I always so uh, it's 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 uh, why am I skipping out on the title? So you you think you can see no? What is it? Um, shoot, I'm going to find it right now while I'm talking to you guys because I'm right. not. But I'm watching a true crime series. I'm in the season three, and I got to tell you about it, guys, because I love it. And uh, I love true crime too. Like I'll I'll listen to podcasts about it. I also uh, I got into um, I got into like the I get into some of the old ones too. Like I, I love the H.H. H. Holmes uh, documentary. Yeah. I like the um, a lot of serial killer type stuff. Mm -hmm. I like I like the the way that they go through the documentaries and how they solve those crimes. I just was watching something on Amazon. Uh, and it, the name's escaping me now too, but it's it's about this guy that like um, was a con convicted rapist at a college, and they discovered that uh, he was one of the first cases where they discovered like he was multiple personality. Okay, yeah, that was on Netflix. I watched Netflix. it. Netflix, the miniseries. Yeah, I um, yeah I'm one. about halfway through it right now. 
And uh, it's fascinating just to like see all that and, yep. and be like, what the hell? Yeah. It's it's called See No Evil. Okay. See No Evil. Okay. Yeah. See okay. No Evil. And it's about, it's basically where they take camera footage and pull it all together and are solving crimes from this camera footage. So yep. um, literally there's one episode. I won't give the spoilers in case somebody watches it. But it was around three girls, teenage girls. They loved to hang out, always went out, had a good time. And uh, the parents knew they were having a problem with one of the daughters and uh, that she would jump out her window. And sometimes around 11, 1115 at night, her and these other two girls would go out and they'd just go for a joyride. So on one of these evenings, the two girls went out. She jumped out of her window, went with them. They went on a joyride. They came back. They dropped her back off at the house. They said, we dropped her off at the end of the block. She said she wanted to walk home. Well, the next day the parents woke up, she was nowhere to be found. The girl was not in her bedroom, not there at all. Well, they went to review the camera footage above the apartment complex, and they saw that about an hour later, she had climbed back out her window and ran over and jumped into somebody else's car. Guys, let me just tell you that I watched that rest of that episode, and I was could not believe the ending of what happened to that girl and whose car that was. Oh, man. I, uh, it is see no evil. It's season one. It's like, I think like episode six, but I'm just telling you that, um, I can't stop watching it. And from about nine 30 at night till about midnight or 1230, uh, I will go, go on and I'll watch shows, uh, left and right, whether, um, it's a, you know, a crime show or whatever. When I'm done on, I'll research, find out what was the next one. And all I do is I'll sit and I've been addicted to true crime for about two years now. And it's probably awesome. scary. Right, yeah, you know what? I, honestly, I, that's I just told you I, how much I watch uh, serial killer shows. So. Yeah, <laughs> my, my wife and I, we do the same thing. We we, we see the next thing. Uh, another fun one uh, that I like is Evil Lives Here. Yes, okay. The, uh, I've, I've uh, heard of that one. Yeah. So there's Evil Lives Here, and then there's another one, um, something darkness. Like there's an offshoot one. That one actually is better than the original because they what they do is besides having somebody that is was there evil lives lived here with yep mm -hmm. uh they actually have three or four people involved in the cases so they'll have the the detective they'll okay. have a friend they'll have the victim's family and they'll have like somebody who lived with them okay and the everybody's stories the way they all converge is like wow this is just well done and they don't tell you the evil lives here too they don't tell you what happened, what actually happens at the beginning. They make you wait it out to see what they actually did. Ah, um, it's okay. it's badass. That's it's cool. the way they put the position it and shoot the show. It's badass. The other one that I'll recommend to you guys is called Homicide Hunter. And it's all about a detective who lived yes. uh, in Denver, Colorado, outside named Joe Kenda. Yes, sir. And, uh, he solved close to 400 homicides during his career. Wow. And it's uh, several seasons long, but every episode he walks you through. He's like third person in an interview room and they kind of do the script out the whole deal. But he walks you through all the homicides and how he was able to figure out and close out the case next wow. time. So a buddy yeah, of ours, I'll definitely check that a out. buddy yeah. of ours. Next time you're at Johnny's house, mm -hmm. he actually a friend of ours has a Joe Kenda bobblehead. Nice. <laughs> Love Joe Kenda, man. I, I was there for a wrestling pay-per-view and out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, is that? Is that Joe Kenda? And he's yeah. like, hell yeah, it is. I was like, I can't believe that's a thing. <laughs> yep. I can't believe I'm not the only one who watches it. That's amazing. It's great.
So I'm huge into true crime right now. Not right now. It's been a long time, right before the pandemic. Uh, I love that stuff. I'm a huge, um, I'm a huge sports guy. Love, love the Steelers, even though they're not doing so hot this year. We need a new quarterback. Big Pittsburgh sports fan, <laughs> mostly Steelers, and uh, wrong with my mic, but Steelers guy, and uh, as well as uh, Pittsburgh Pirates and Penguins. Um, what else am I? Uh, passion too. I like old. I like a lot of uh, pop culture and '80s stuff. I was a child of the '80s, so one of the first podcasts I ever uh, kind of put together and was a part of was a show called Saved by the Pod. And yeah. the shows are still out there. Uh, I did it with two other buddies, and uh, we would take a wrestling event, pick an old pay per view, and then we'd wrap and we'd cover off all the pop culture that happened around that wrestling event. So cool, in 1980, awesome. yeah. 1988, if uh, Clash of the Champions we were covering. We talk about Back to the Future was number one, and we'd give a little of what we liked about it. And Guns N' Roses came out with Welcome to the Jungle, and it was number. And we would cover it, and we'd play little bits of the music and sound clips of the movies, and then we'd get into the wrestling card and review it. So sometimes I'll go back and watch a, a whole series from the '80s of sitcoms or TV shows or something like that. And my son has kind of liked to do that with me. Where maybe we'll sit down and binge watch something old retro style. But yeah, so that's kind of fun too. That's awesome. Uh, well, yeah, that goes with the A team stuff in the back. That's right, the A team stuff, and and in the middle there, I got my A team classic lunchbox, the Fall Guy, and the Night Rider at the time. I, wow. I had noticed the A team lunchbox, uh, obviously, because I could totally see the A, but I didn't know that was a Night Rider up top. Man, Night Rider, I love that show. Yeah, I love that show, and I also think underrated show, Street Hawk. Street Hawk. Street Dude, Hawk. you're my guy. I'm a love Street Hawk. I <laughs> watched the whole show. One season. I just watched the whole thing about two years ago again, and that's the that's the metal lunchbox I'd love to add to my collection. Is Street yeah. Hawk? Man, that was so cool. It was like dude on a motorcycle, very ninja like too. It was. Awesome. It's Night Rider with a motorcycle. Yeah, Night Rider. <laughs> that's amazing. Yep. Yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah. Well, somebody got a Street Hawk reference. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. I'm your guy. It's 80s. If it's 80s related, I'm there, man. So that's a little bit more about me. Sports, wrestling, 80s, pop culture, true crime, and nice, just, uh, just a lovable, lovable guy. So there you go. I agree. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I agree. Uh, so, so what have we learned here? We've learned that 80s pop culture is yeah. obviously his is wrestling. Awesome. Is yeah. also uh, his bacon. Music yeah. is his bacon. Yeah, yeah. love music. Uh, all kinds. Wrestling. Definitely yeah. is bacon. He's bacon. Brings up his kids a lot. Yeah. yeah. I like Family my kids. Is bacon. Yeah. That's really what we're trying to do in the podcast. Our whole what's your bacon thing is just about like, you know, bacon makes yeah. everything better. So what's right. the thing in your life that makes your life better? That's cool. I like it. I love the That's concept. Bacon. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, finding all that out is very cool. So thank you for sharing Absolutely. your bacon with us, Mr. Paul Bromwell. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Yeah. Uh, it's my thank pleasure. you for hanging out with us. Marathon days. So we, we've, we normally do two on a day, so we're going to be doing a uh, another episode after, after this. this. Okay, and uh, so I and know what it's like. Three, you've today. done three today, so <sighs> I'm I'm taking a rest. The rest. That's off to you, sir. Thank you. Don't talk anymore. Yeah, we'll, I'm we'll done. Be some, we'll be doing some of our Patreon stuff. So for all you listeners, cool. uh, Patreon.com Bacon is my podcast. Yes, watch us uh, eat terrible tasting things or cook things or things like that because we also do that over there. Yeah. Sounds so. good, guys. Thank you so much for having <laughs> Paul, me on. This was a blast. Oh, no, thank, thank you. you. Uh, let everybody too. know where they could find you and uh, all things. Yep, give them the rundown sure. again. 
Sure. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Paulie B. Well, so P-A-U-L-Y-B-W-E-L-L on both social media platforms. And then uh, you can find me at Ad Free Shows, uh, helping out the podfather himself. And I work well with Mike Kyoto on the Monday Morning Mailbag, X-Ray with Dr. Tom Pritchard, Rebels Happy Hour, uh, and, uh, whatever else Conrad needs me to do, filling in for some of the shows. I host all the bonus, uh, shows at this point. So whenever Kurt or Arn or JR, uh, if you're a member at ad free shows, part of their deal is they have to do a bonus show, have to do, they do a bonus show every <laughs> month for the members over there. And I host those as well. And then when Conrad, uh, decides it's time for the beach or it's time for a little vacay or a little downtime. He gives me the hot tag and I come in and I, and I spin a little bit and, uh, and I get lit up on social media and, uh, and, uh, have some fun with it. So you are it's a, a good time. It's a good time, brother. <laughs> Heat seeking missiles. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. it. Uh, well, Paul, AKA John, AKA Levi, AKA Gabriel, <laughs> Thank you once again for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Hopefully you come back. You're always welcome here. Um, anytime you want to jump on and talk about wrestling or anything else, or if you got something to promote ever, uh, if you want to just come on and uh, promote ad free, feel or, free to do so. Or just have a drink. Or just have a drink with us. Sounds good, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having yeah. me on. Everybody, thanks for, thanks for listening and for watching. Yes. Ask yourself every day. Always. What's your bacon? Street Hawk. What? I was able to bring a Street Hawk reference. Yeah, into into a podcast. Yeah, I, that was that puzzled me for a second, dude. When I was a chillin', when I was a little little baby chillin', hmm. uh, I I had a Street Hawk toy mm -hmm. that uh, that my parents got me because I was into ninjas. Yeah, and then uh, I found the show at one point and was like, "This show is awesome." Yeah, well. Paulie Bromwell, he, he's, he, knew he knows he your stuff with me. He, he was, was all about me. it. He uh, he loves it. So he lit up, man. He lit up. I was like, yes, me and you, Street Hawk. Yeah, marathon, watch along. Ooh, have fun with that. It's probably it's probably so terrible now, but it's <laughs> but but it's nostalgia. But it's terrible, like Night Riders. Terrible. It's nostalgia and awesome at the same time. Right, exactly. Right, and it's the Hoff. The Hoff is 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 awesome. Well, the Hoff's not no, on he's Hoff, not on Street though. Hawk, but so. Imagine if there was a crossover episode. There always should have been. I yeah. always thought there should have been. It's too bad. Yeah. They missed an opportunity. There's always time for the reboots. You don't want a reboot. No. Nobody wants a reboot. No. Um, so anyway, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Hanging out, talking to Paul, uh, picking his brain a little bit about the ad-free show stuff. Yeah. About how he handles the, uh, hey, you're just going to, no problem. You're just going to co-host a show and. Edge is going to be on. Right. No problem. Right. What? Hey, tomorrow morning you've got uh, Jim Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? We, I mean, for, for some of ours, I mean, I guess, I guess the, the Eric Bischoff one was, it took about a week, but yeah. even then it was like, huh? I was like, what? I almost wish it was like the night before that I found out I, because I, then it, I don't. It, it would have been a lot easier. <laughs> it might have been easier, but, but I like, I, I did a lot of. You did a lot to, of research trying to find research on Eric. Yeah, of which and we I use used none of it. None. Of we used none. Of I it. Use none. I do. I do far less research now. Research. Yeah. Research. Now it's me. Yeah. Why can't I talk now? Year two. Year two. Year two. So now you're. I'm turning over new foods. I'm turning over new leaf. I'm gonna make funnier faces and make funnier reactions to shit I eat. 
you and try and gonna, hold it in. And he's going to talk like an idiot. Yeah. Not me. No, we're switching places. Trading places. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Once again, uh, please make sure to go to makingismypodcast.com. Uh, we have shirts. We have cool all, links to all of our sponsors. Uh, we have all of our episodes. Yeah. We have all the links to all of our episodes. Yeah. Uh, visual, audio, whatever platform you prefer. It's um, on there. Jim, where can people find you on uh, the social medias? You can find me specifically at Jimmy G Shoes on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find me on the Facebooks as well. And my band Craving Strange is at cravingstrange.net. If you go there, cravingstrange.net, uh, there are links to us everywhere. Um, so you can find us everywhere. And, of course, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, all those things where you can also catch episodes of the podcast. Give us those five-star reviews. Bing! Uh, you? Where can I find me, you? personally, you can catch me at me, my own self, Mike, on all the socials, the Instagrams, the Twitters, and the Facebooks. My band, Something Heavy, has a new single out called Surface. Nice. Uh, you can catch that on all streaming platforms. And uh, you can catch us at Something Heavy Music across the board. And uh, you already said Bacon is my pod. I did. Yeah. So that, I'm done. I'm, I've had it. I'm also done. You want to have a drink and we'll get out of here? We're going to get out of here. We're going to get out of here. Um, so thanks for hanging with us and come back next time. For another riveting thrilling edition of bacon bacon is my podcast see ya what's your bacon <laughs>